Wise Turtle Speaks is a series of offerings merging philosophy, physics, math, biology, psychology, sociology, education, art, politics, and even love together. We will explore the patterns of our consciousness as it moves through space and time and use those patterns to better understand and solve our problems in all four dimensions of the universe. Namaste. I want to do an introduction to um, something that I've been working on for many years now um, and I feel like I've kind of not perfected it totally but definitely brought it to an area where uh, it makes a whole lot of sense to me so I think I can explain it fairly clearly at least compared to what I used to be able to explain it and that is um, personality and the types of personalities that um, all living things can have and in particular we're probably most interested in human personalities um, although all creatures have their own personalities as well and they fit into the same categories they're just not as diverse as humans are so I brought together um, a couple of different approaches to personality categorization um, and I'm going to talk about a few of them and then the next um, set of discussions here uh, but initially I'm going to start out with my own um, basic description of the four dimensions for categories of personality and they can be divided up into the very simple concept of first person second person third person and fourth person perspective and I mean that quite literally so first person perspective is literally my perspective um, it is the function of the brain that is most basic it's the physical uh, regulation of inputs and outputs a focus on what do I want to take in and what do I want to express as far as my needs and that can also be um, we, we can categorize these into the, the same two basic concepts that I tend to categorize everything in the universe into which is contraction and expansion um, I consider input to be the equivalent of contraction which is when you go into yourself when you are uh, uh, more material focused and um, as opposed to the expansion which is when you're uh, more energetic and more outgoing and more outward facing and creative um, whereas the input and the inward and the contraction is more um, inward facing obviously and focused on um, absorbing observing thinking that sort of thing so anyway so we've got this these these two um, these two external and internal focuses of what we can be aware of so first person as I said is the physical first person self-awareness of what I wanted what I have inside me what I am my material state versus the output which is the external energetic creative state and I label these zero and one just like uh, most digital stuff you see out there uh, so zero is the input internal interior um, focused state and the uh, and one is the output external state 
which we have a tendency uh, as a personality, because remember we're talking about personalities, not you know specific behaviors in any given situation. We're talking about an overall personality of some people physically are more internally focused and some people are physically more externally focused and we call those introverts and extroverts and I'm gonna get into the MBTI stuff a little later but for now I'm I'm gonna use my own terms for the most part um, so for second person perspective um, I call this emotional and this is the um, the limbic system of the brain, uh, whereas the physical system is the the, the motor cortex, the, the the very very basic brain stemmy stuff that's entirely unconscious that regulates literally the physical functions of your body. Um, whereas the emotional limbic system, uh, second person system, is actually aware of another individual's state, whether they are inward focused or externally focused. What they want, what they are, their material self, their, their past self, versus their um, external self, what they're outputting, what they're creating. Um, and so the second person perspective is actually our ability to be aware of something else, which is kind of funny, uh, but that's literally what all emotional social beings are. So all social animals um, have this ability to have both our own physical state, we're aware of what we want or who we are or you know whatever, what we need, and we're also able to be aware simultaneously of another individual and this other individual doesn't necessarily have to be human of course this other individual could be anything any object that is out there that has some kind of state to it either a, uh, a material state or an energetic state you know either an input or an output um, awareness and we have a personality again that makes us um, have a tendency to be aware more of one than the other, uh, more aware of the internal state of this other individual or the external state of the other individual. Um, and another way of thinking about that is uh, being aware of what that other individual is, the facts about it, the, the, the past to the present, exactly what this, the state of this thing is right now, versus the outward change, um, movement, potentiality, creativity, what it wants to do. Um, and we can either have this awareness that we're f mostly focused on, uh, on the second person perspective, of the internal state of the, the present, um, past to present objective state of this thing. Um, and I call that zero, that's the input or the contraction focus versus um, output, which is, you know, what is this individual doing? What does this thing want to do? How is it changing? Where does it want to go? And I call that one um, for that level of awareness. And then we go to the third level of awareness, which is third person perspective, which we often call intellect or objectivity, logic, um, thinking. And this is our ability to look at 
not only ourselves and another individual, but look at ourselves and another individual as they relate to one another from a third perspective. So we can see three whole perspectives at the same time of what the uh, state of something is, whether it is, you know, again, an input and an output focused. Um, but we can see all three of these things at the same time. And the third person um, input contraction state, which is called zero, um, that is when you're focused on um, other individuals' ideas. So you're, you're looking at your second person and their ideas, which is essentially a third object. Their ideas are objective. Um, and you look at that as a, f as a fact. You take what they're saying, you know, as they're saying it at face value, and you're saying, this is a fact. Um, and especially if you trust this individual, you're going to say, whatever they're saying, I'm going to believe it. This is, this is the rules. This is what they're telling me. Um, I'm going to go with this. As opposed to if you are an output focused in the third dimension, in the third person perspective, you're going to be focused on, you know, what are these ideas, where are these ideas going? Um, what is this relationship? How is it going to change? Um, can I test this out? Can I experiment with this? Is there a better way to do this? Um, so you're, you're intellectually curious about change and um, potentiality. And then the fourth and final dimension, which I sometimes call philosophy or spirituality or wisdom, um, that is governed by um, something that, as far as I can tell, doesn't appear until we're in, our, at least in humans, on, almost in our 40s. Um, and that is the prefrontal cortex, uh, the, the lateral sides of the prefrontal cortex. So that's the left and the right side of the front of our brains they start to communicate on a very different level independently. So it's actually the left side of our brain talking to the right side of our brain about things. And that gives us um, a fourth person perspective, which allows us to look at all the objective things that we're seeing there, all the ideas and relationships and, you know, literally three-dimensional stuff that we're looking at. And we can look at it from a fourth dimension from outside of time so we can move these things and see how they change fully so we can look at like the entire world now and we can envision an entire world in the future and how that's going to change and that is fourth person perspective if we're looking at the output um, if we're our personality tends to focus on the input then we're going to focus on how things are right now we're going to focus on the, the, the facts um, and we're going to hope that we understand it as clearly as possible as it is right now, objectively, the in, inward state, the material state, whereas, and that would be zero in the fourth dimension. And then if it's, uh, if you're focused on the output, that would be one. And that's again, when you're focused on how things might change, um, the potentialities of things, the the um, curiosity about what might happen. It's sort of a visionary kind of thing. Um, so if you put all these together, oh, and I, I didn't mention the, the, the third um, 
the objectivity intellect is just the regular cortex. It's not so much the prefrontal cortex, but just the regular rest of the cortex, which like most, almost all, as far as I can understand, primates have, um, which is the, the logical intellect thing. Um, but the going further to the fourth person perspective, as far as I know, only humans have that. Um, the ability to see full objects moving through time and envision how everything could change. I think that's the only, that's the thing that only humans have. And I think that might be the only thing that the, is the only thing that humans have. <laughs> it's the only unique thing that we have. Um, anyway, if you put all of these personality traits together, all of these different options for what you can focus on, whether you can focus on the, the more contracted inward uh, thinking kind of awareness for each of these levels versus thinking about the more outward, uh, creative, um, action-oriented stuff. Um, you have 16 possible dimensions of, or 16 possible combinations of personality. And that's when you get into the MBTI. And it turns out the MBTI, which is also called the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator, uh, it's a fairly famous and somewhat controversial, um, but I've discovered quite useful and um, fairly well described, at least in some of the, the areas. Um, and I'm going to talk about that next, as how my thing relates to the MBTI. But I wanted to just introduce you um, fairly quickly to the, the basic four dimensions and the fact that each dimension can be either contracted, focusing on the, the past and the uh, material and the um, inward state, versus the external and focus on the future and change and energy stuff. Um, so I'm going to end with that, and then next we're going to talk about the MBTI and how that relates. Okay, thanks.